0: Everybody and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. My name is Todd. It's it's, it's not, not Todd, Todd actually. It's Chris. No, <laughs> it's Chris. Yes, you had us all fooled. Um, everyone was like, "Oh, I didn't know they got a new Wait co-host a <laughs> ma- named Todd." And then you like got him, and they were like, "Oh, it was a Halloween prank. Boomed him. Trick or good, treat. Good job, Chris. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. How are you doing, man?" Uh, I saw some pictures of you. Oh, this from this past weekend you posted, oh. or, or maybe your wife posted. Some you were all dressed up for that uh-huh. wedding you went to. Yeah, my, how was my that? Bro- my brother-in-law, who technically was already married, but they decided to have the ceremony. So, Oh uh, okay, okay, man, I'm so glad that's how you ended that statement. <laughs> I was ready. No, we, ready we had to the, go in so many places. We had the original vows back in November of last year. Uh, and then because yes. of because of my brother-in-law or because of my new I, I, is she my sister-in-law technically i don't know yes i think your wife's brother's wife is your sister-in-law yeah so yeah. once the, removed i guess i don't know they finally had the the actual ceremony for everyone else besides the immediate family and yes sure. i did wear a suit it looked nice thanks man look good did you own that suit or did you like rent it Oh, that's the suit I got married in. <laughs> so I do own it. Nice, nice. <laughs> I paid eight hundred dollars for it. I'm going to wear it whenever I want. Yes, I remember. I remember when I got you your wedding present. I had a similar statement. <laughs> you do you remember your wedding present? No. It was uh, it was me having to rent a two hundred and fifty dollars oh, tux, yeah, yeah, Christopher. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds like a real problem. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is. Mm. there goes his gift i had to return it i didn't get you anything the suit or the gift <laughs> how was your wedding this weekend my weekend was good i had my birthday Yeah. No. yeah the big uh, i don't know middle age now i don't know when middle age starts like everyone has a different way of looking at it i look at the live- average life expectancy and say yeah i'm about right in the middle there was also what else happened this weekend fp fest Oh, yes. F.P. Fest 2021 was much better than I expected it to be. Okay. Fantastic. So anyone who's listened to our podcast for any length of time really knows that I don't get into a lot of what would be considered the more nerd culture stuff like cosplay. Nah, you know, fan art. Eh, you know, that type of thing. How many collector's editions slash halo things do you own for halo one two no. maybe i think i picked up a second one later on no 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 i mean like all of the special things that you own that just happen to coincide with a video game called halo three how many how, <laughs> I'm, I'm, three. I'm pressing a big x to doubt on that uh, <laughs> you, you can but here's what you don't remember christopher is i sold a lot of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> so i have three things i yeah. got my halo 3 helmet I got the like the booklets that came with the little Halo Reach thing, uh-huh. and I own a copy of Halo 2600. How, how about all those Xboxes that you own? I own several Xboxes, that's true, <laughs> and they are, are Halo-themed. Ha- <laughs> but that's not, no, it's, def- that's different. So what it, the defense I, the things rests. I, <laughs> the things I was mentioning, going to conventions for yeah, one. No, it's fair. Don't do that. I've been to one on a whim with a bunch of friends because we happened to be in the city where it, was at, where it was at and they all wanted to go. Wasn't that here? No, that was it was in Austin uh, or San okay. Antonio. I think Austin. It was a long time. It was like 10 years ago. Okay. I think it was a WizCon or WizardCon. I don't know. We Calling it WizCon sounds like an insult, so that's what I call it. <laughs> Cosplay, that's a lot of effort for nothing. You know, like getting your art signed, fan art stuff. Like I said, like those types of things. You're right. I do own some collections editions of things. Most of, about a 50-50 on it. Like, I was going to buy the Xbox anyways. It's cool to have this neat one, that type of thing. Uh, the other half is totally just money I shouldn't have spent. You're absolutely <laughs> right. No, so I don't really get into the, that whole scene. Sure. But they, they kick off the, well, they have the opening ceremonies to talk about everything, which the first thing I learned, first cool fact, I got a couple of cool facts for you. The first cool fact is that we were mispronouncing Tale's name for a month in oh. JCHO July. It is, mm. I think we called her Tally or Tally the whole time. Tally. It is Tale. Oh. Like Ta lay Yeah. My bad. Um, we never yeah. got corrected on that. So I'm sure it happens all the time. <laughs> what, you, you, what, do you, what do you mean? Do you mean Jitro didn't get mad that we mispronounced her name? Uh-uh. <laughs> Gatro didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the first, fact I, the first fun fact I learned. No, so they do the opening ceremonies to talk about the weekend, how everything's going to go. Because it's all virtual. It's a little different, right? And they start with a cosplay contest. Like, you who know, can the best, I guess, costume of, of a character from the movies? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. there was one entry, but it was a family entry. So, it was a family that all dressed up as various characters. They won a lot of contests. Okay. I must say. But they were fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, and then... <laughs> The next thing is original character, OG character. Like, can you come up with your own original character for the FP universe? And I think someone, I remember someone in chat who ended up having the first entry said, all right, everyone get ready for the cringe. (laughs) Uh And the character that won, I'm not going to describe all of them. I'm sure they'll end up as as, uh, special features or or we might chat about them later offline. But the one that won, um, they're filming videos and he is... His video entry is a three-tone spray-painted 2001 Chevy Cavalier, okay. okay, and he has an aftermarket suicide door installed on it. So it's this cruddy, old three-tone Cavalier, uh, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a field. Like there's just junk. There's just nothing. Like it looks like the FP it was very well done, and then the suicide door pops up, just totally unexpected. He pops out. He's got Light up shoes, three colored type pants. He's got a vest made out of aluminum foil and like these, these shades. And he's got a, lo- he's got a long necklace and the medallion on it is just a rim from a car. And, uh, he's describing, he goes, it was my, I'm not going to do it justice, but he's like, my name is STD Flex Boy. Okay. The STD stands okay. for standard. Cause I got the standard amount of STDs from someone as freaky as me. And uh, that set a tone. It was great. It was fantastic. I see. He described his, uh, he said, he was like, I got my light up shoes, my pants. I got this vest that I stole from some baked potatoes. And then, <laughs> then he got on a pogo ball and jumped on a DDR pad for a little bit. And that was the winning entry. And everything else was very, very close to that. It was fantastic. I see yes I can't I was I was laughing so hard I mean when we're drinking the whole time uh, there was a uh, wizard staff contest I got mine to 95 inches over the okay. weekend I, th- I felt I pretty pretty proud about that Fp3 shown the next day not gonna talk about it and then on on Sunday they did a, a big long making of lots of interviews. Lots of just awesome stuff. Sean Whalen came on as uh, in character, and they did a, a pickup, like a pickup line game with him, like with the win Stanya's heart thing. Some of the artworks, this person like made miniatures. There's uh, paintings. The winning as fan art thing, just fan creations. I believe it was called creativity and shit was the name of the uh, the contest. Good, good. Someone recreated this kid. Recreated the training montage scene from FP two in stop motion lego it was amazing i feel like that's a lot of it was a lot of effort i feel like that maybe that person needs to focus their energy on something it like, was their summertime school like there it's a like, kid it was their like summertime project solving cancer <laughs> that was <laughs> that was they were part of the family that i mentioned from earlier mm. who participated in everything and the, the dad in that family won the the, the wisest wisest re ninja or Re-Ninge, which is the the Wizard Staff contest. It was a lot of it was a lot of beer. I don't know. It's hard to share anything FP related with people that know what FP is, and it's even more difficult to share FP related stuff with people who have no idea what you're talking about. Well, if they listen to any episodes of our podcast, they hopefully will know by this point. Yeah, <laughs> they should by this point. Uh, the other interesting fact I want to share okay. in FP one, Jatro was. DDR stunt feet for everyone but LWE. So every time they're doing a a shot of just feet, besides LWE, it's actually Jason Trost because no one really knew how to play DDR slash Beat Beat Revelation. (laughs) I mean, you just stamp your feet. (laughs) Apparently, he uh, sprained or broke his ankle. Probably sprained. (laughs) And so like the moon boots for the last half of the movie were acting as his like cast slash splint for Mm. his ankle. Does not seem wise? (laughs) No, but I mean, you saw the end result. It all worked out. I'm looking forward to next year. I think there's a couple of screenings of FP3 uh, and cities that are far, far away over the next month, over the next really couple of weeks. And then they're looking for, I can't remember if they said in November or by November to release it on Blu-ray and 4K digital. So I'll be getting my copies. Super excited about it. I did a meet and greet with Jatro and Tale on my birthday on Sunday. That was a lot of fun. I wish you could have been there, man. It's like you had to like have a family and support (laughs) them emotionally and whatnot. I gained a lot of family, I felt. It was the most wholesome group of people I've ever seen. Wow. Like uh, even the jabs at each other were all this, like you could tell everything just came from a place of love. Everyone was super supportive of everybody else. It was really cool. Really great group of people. I'll now answer any question you want to ask me about FP3 Escape from Bako. I don't have any questions about that. Good, because I uh, passed out drunk and I didn't actually see it. Fair enough. I drank an entire bottle of whiskey in the hour leading up to it on accident, not paying mm-hmm. attention. And I literally blacked out the entire movie. And the next day during the meet and greet, J.J. was like, oh, how'd you like the movie? Like, did you enjoy seeing it? And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I, I hated <laughs> it, actually, Jason. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason, I hated it. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a very interesting experience. The first the bits that I did see uh, were amazing and also very... Blurry. Well, anyways, yeah, low budget that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally low budget. <laughs> totally why? <laughs> anyways, man, I'm going to have you and in, in eBay if she wants over to see FP3. We'll have to do a do a get together. Yep. Sure. Whenever it uh, whenever it happens. So I'm into that. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. I do want to talk about the thing that we were here <laughs> to talk about because nothing I mentioned is related to to spooky month. <laughs> Here in October, it is Too Spooky, and we're watching the first two episodes of horror or slash supernatural-based television. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, we review straight-to-stream science fiction and science fiction-adjacent media. When we do a television show, we usually just watch the pilot and then judge it based on that pilot. But we're watching twice as much television and giving you half as much content during the month of October. (laughs) Chris... Tell the people what we watched. Uh, we watched the Canadian comedy horror television series Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. It follows a group of high school students who confront the effects of a demonic book. I'll go ahead yeah. and finish reading the, f- the first paragraph off Wikipedia. Uh, the series premiered on space on September 29th, 2010 with two back-to-back episodes. The series was created for television by Craig David Wallace, Charles Pico, and Anthony leo i think i've been calling it todd versus the book of pure evil yes and i went back because this is actually a listener suggestion the listener uh jacob recommended this dm'd me and he called it todd versus the book of pure evil and that is why i've been getting it wrong so it's all his Mm -hmm. fault everything Mm -hmm. not just us watching it but also me calling it Mm -hmm. the wrong thing for a month now (laughs) does a poor worksman who blames his titles yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah i do tis, tis a poor podcaster who blames his suggestions hmm. anyways we'll todd in it. the book of pure evil on imdb is sitting at 8.1 at a 10 star rating with 3.6 30, 30 about 3600 votes i hate that they do that uh, it has a median score of nine with 35.3 percent of the votes being a 10 out of 10 interesting now these episodes we actually watched The first episode being called Todd the Metal God. And episode two being How to Make a a Homunculus. Which I pronounced correctly the first time. Homunculus. 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 They are rated 7.4 and 8.0 respectively. Did you have any ratings from any other websites that you wanted to share? 91% of Google users like this show. And that is the only other thing that I could find. Alright, the, the blurb from IMDb a stoner metalhead named Todd Smith his crushy Jenny his best friend Curtis and the geeky Hannah searched their high school for a mayhem causing satanic spellbook while being opposed by Atticus, the evil guidance counselor <laughs> Now, I don't want to alienate a group of people, I know we traditionally we love alienating groups of people but did he, did they need to put the word evil in front of guidance counselor? Yes. Uh, For one, he's a guidance counselor. For two, his name is Atticus. Yeah. What's wrong with the name Atticus? Uh, Did you ever read To Kill a Mockingbird? Atticus is kind of the uh, hero in that book. uh, Anyways, (laughs) since this is something that I didn't really, I guess I picked out or I brought to the table. Why don't you give us your thoughts and opinions, Christopher? I will give you my initial thoughts and opinions. That's why we're here. I really think I liked this this uh the show, as we said earlier, it came out in 2010. I think uh, my initial thoughts are positive. Very dark. I did not expect the heat. Like I mean, I it makes sense that it's it's a show called Todd versus or Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. Ha! Huh. Yeah, man, because you've been calling it the wrong name for a month. <laughs> it is a poor podcast that blames his co-host for his mistakes. <laughs> i'm a poor podcast i guess (laughs) i don't know it is a poor Poor podcaster uh sorry no i really enjoyed it but yes it was very dark not it it, i don't think it brushes up to black comedy levels but i do think it does make fun of horror sure which i think is the reason probably why it falls into our category here a little bit the show essentially opens up with from what if, if i'm getting the scenes correct which it's been you know a few days since i've watched it so who knows but it starts out with what appears to be a, a concert, um, and there is a guy holding what may or may not be a Gibson Flying V. Uh, the headstock angle looked a little sus, so I'm not sure if it was actually a Gibson or not. <laughs> but <a> t- <laughs> he proceeds to start playing. Uh, well, well, first of all, uh, a person in the crowd throws their part of their Underworld. attire at him. Uh, and then he starts to play and then like the music kind of gets weird and then it cuts to, uh, our, the titular Todd and his, I don't know if that's his friend or not, more along the lines of his, um, Igor. His lackey? Yeah, less a friend, more a lackey, yeah. I think that Curtis, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, I'm sorry for interrupting, but Curtis might be the best henchman. <laughs> he is the future hench. To whomever in his adult <laughs> life. Like this is, we're watching the the birth. <laughs> hench birth of hench. <laughs> they are attempting poorly to try out for a battle of the bands. Um, it does not go well. Todd apparently cannot play. I don't think Curtis is doing a very good job either, but he does have a prosthetic arm, which he somehow manages to lose in the first couple of seconds. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> very, as, as if you haven't watched it so far, Stop listening and go watch show will immediately present to you how it's going to portray everything else for the rest of the episode. And even into part two or episode two. Yeah. Apparently the book of pure evil is in fact a book of guess what pure evil. Oh, who knew it is? uh, I guess it was what they say. It was bound in Judas's scrotum. Is that what they said? Is, Scrotum? No. Foreskin? Sforskin? Foreskin? Foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> it is bound in Judas's foreskin. Um, yeah, we're so, we're hitting yeah. the PG 13 pretty hard on this this particular yeah. podcast episode. <laughs> Sorry about that. You mentioned it earlier. This is based on a short film that was Did filmed, I, mention I believe, that? in two thousand and uh I don't know, nine? No, two thousand and three. I'm just gonna read the line on Wikipedia here. Like the low budget short film, the series. Uses supernatural elements, profanity, gra- graphic violence, and non-sequitur lines. In terms of overall, yeah. If there was any way to watch this show on the internet, I probably would watch more episodes. So... Uh. <laughs> it is available to watch on the internet. You, you pay for it on yes. Amazon. Yes. If there, was, if there was a way to watch this on a streaming app in which I did not have to pay oh, sure. more to watch... Um, more episodes apparently it's a shutter exclusive but it's not on shutter anymore so congratulations you've done it space (laughs) Um. (laughs) but yeah uh no i liked it i thought i thought it was really fun i'm willing to watch more not exactly my cup of tea when it comes to music but i did appreciate them Literally making fun of every single metalhead I think I've ever seen. Uh, Sure. (laughs) So you can't, um, yeah, you can't really make fun of metalheads in in that way. Like, how do I put it? It it is. It's making light of, I guess we're calling them metalheads, metal fans, what have you. But you can't insult a metalhead for being a metalhead any more than another metalhead is going to do. And they will do it better. Maybe not making fun, maybe more... It's a bit of a farce. It's a bit of a parody. I'd, I'd say, right? It's, yeah, a little bit of satire. A little bit. Yeah, satire. Yeah. But there, there's already entire metal genres that are essentially satire of metal. So the, it the, just the parody works. of a parody. <laughs> yeah, it just it, there's so many layers to that. The culture's been around for so long. There's so many subgenres and a variety of people that enjoy like their little niches that you really can't. Like, you can make fun of it, but you can't hurt anyone's feelings, I guess, is how I am how I would word that. You know how you make fun of a metalhead's feelings? <sighs> how? Put them under running water because they get all rusty, then brittle, and then you can insult them and it hurts their feelings. No? Nothing? It's hurting your feelings right now. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I think whatever you said is hurting my feelings a little bit. Good job. How about you? What did you think of this show? I think that it's fairly creative. I like the premise. I liked jason muse out of nowhere even though now looking at it he's on the cover in the back i just didn't notice that was jason muse uh, i like him Fair. being the kind of uh i don't know the spiritual guide the positive spiritual guide to todd uh, reading into uh, the notes on imdb apparently that part was written for jason muse like mm-hmm. they didn't have it anyone like they didn't he didn't have to audition and he, they just they wrote it for him and said hey he wants you to do this and i'm super glad he did He's offer only, I guess. Yeah, it is. Like you said, a little bit of a a parody of its own genre. And maybe we're wrong on that. That's what it feels like. Maybe that's not the intent. Maybe the intent is just to be comedy, which is definitely hits a lot of the time. The acting is solid. I liked the ridiculousness of it, like the over the top, like the guidance counselor is trying to find the book of pure evil. And it's just in the trophy case in the school hallway. Yeah, it's just literally. sitting there, literally. <laughs> and he pays a Todd pays uh, the janitor Jimmy, played by Jason Mewes, what a buck forty nine. Yeah, in, or, in order for him to open it up so he can take the book out, he's like, "Yeah, that's all right." Doesn't doesn't care doesn't care at all. <laughs> I will say that the gore usually not my cup of tea. That's the, like we've talked about it before. You know why I don't really get into horror a lot, and a lot of that is the gore. And this has a lot of it, very over the top. So it's it's not super realistic or anything. But a few times I was like, "Ugh, that's that's a lot." You know, mm. I liked most of the characters, but I came out of watching the first two episodes hating Todd. <laughs> like, I don't like Todd. Well, well spoilers. Uh, but the uh, I'm, yeah, he may qualify for idiot of the the show. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And it could be just like, it's just probably the stoner aspect of it that I don't appreciate having not been a stoner and I'm not a stoner, the nonchalantness of it all. But I mean, it does move the plot along. I does get it from point A to point B. And I think he's a decent enough character to base the premise around. I just, I came out of it being like, man, what a jerk. Like, I don't like him, but maybe that's the point. He's a loser. Yeah. He's like, that's essentially what it is. (laughs) This is like Like everything. So. Everything about him that he does is what I guess I don't know enough about it whether to determine if it's satire or parody. As far as I'm aware, a satire offers commentary on sure. other things besides the work it's. Yeah, it's that would be the difference. On. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Is that the only difference? Okay. Uh- <laughs> I think satire is trying to make some sort of, like you said, commentary, while parody is just, yeah, I guess making fun of it, but not. Sure. Usually satire is like social or political commentary. Yeah. yeah. But this dude's just some loser burnout, right? I mean, he dresses like a burnout. He acts like a burnout. He gets high at school with, a, with another student, his low-level Hinch. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that really didn't necessarily bother me because, like, that is common in like all teen movies or all teen shows is you're you have to have someone for whatever reason who just hangs (laughs) around and just burns one right that's all he's doing like it's all he wants to do until he has to find this book or whatever but even when he doesn't need to go find the book he's just like nah i can't think of another film that or another television show that is centered around the teenage burnout Oh, um, if that makes sense. Like, there, I get what you're saying, though. That character is there, but it's usually a cutaway. It's not usually as in the forefront uh, as this is. Ten things I hate about you. Oh, well, now you win. All right. <laughs> but um, I don't even remember. Who's her boyfriend's name? Was it Brody? I don't even remember. Rob? But it's not important. Rob, maybe. Yeah, It is important uh, because the guy who plays the jock, Rob, plays Todd in the original short film. Oh really? Neat. Yeah. Uh that's Steve neat. Arbuckle, I guess yeah. that would be him. Man, all these Canadians. Cool. But Maggie Castle plays Jenny Kalinsky, Todd's um overt crush. Very overt. <laughs> <laughs> kind of creepy how overt it is, honestly. Hannah B. Williams played by Melanie Leishman. We didn't give Curtis's real name Billy Turnbull, and Alex House plays Todd Smith. By the end of the second episode, well, we get a little bit in the first one. Hannah apparently has or may or may not have a crush on Todd. Oh, um, may or may not. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they, the four of them form, um, what did they call, I don't even remember what they called themselves. They were a gang. Uh, they were talking about ha- having signs and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he was like, like their group or whatever. I've already forgotten what it was called. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so that's neat. I wonder how long that will last. Like I said, I don't know enough about the subject matter or the differences in what is and what isn't qualified in literature but i definitely think that while yes this is some goofy show oh yeah they are probably trying to send a message i'm not sure what that message is like not another teen movie mm. just made fun of made jokes at the expense of other teen movies scary movie and the subsequent sequels, you know, all they did yeah. was they paid homage and made fun of other scary movies. Yeah, I don't think this is a spoof, though. Right, like, right. This is a so, straight rip, yeah. So are they are they making fun of teen movies or television shows that take place in a high school? And are they making fun of shows that are like horror shows that take place in high school environments that are serious? You know, like a Buffy, not serious not really, in no. in so much as it takes itself right but the subject matter sure. is serious for the characters right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i mean yeah she's, in the universe it's very serious yeah. and they take it seriously she's buffy the vampire slayer not buffy the vampire valet right? right so sure i guess but yeah so i just maybe we have to watch more episodes to be able to ultimately determine what they're trying to say if they're trying to say anything sure it did feel like after the end of the second episode they had the group together, yeah, like it was finally okay. These are going to be our four, four or five, six main characters with the the four kids and then the few others. Yeah. Uh, so I think it would be interesting to watch a third episode and see exactly where it takes it. Yeah, overall positive. Not quite my type of humor, but I enjoyed the storytelling. I thought the acting was good. I really want to know what's up with the three. <laughs> Stoner dude sitting in the parking, standing in the parking. Oh, line. yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's the, yeah. it cuts to them in the middle of the night and they're still standing there. <laughs> yeah. After oh, he I, screams, I and good wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed. It has been hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> The different ways that the Atticus was talking back, I guess, to the Council of Evil is what I'm going to call them. Uh, the evil group that's trying to find the book of pure evil and bring about chaos. And he's like, wait, is that a good thing? <laughs> no, that's what I was. I was just doing what you told me. Yeah. Well, t- you brought me away from doing what I was doing help to come me. tell me to go do that. Help me, help you, right? Council of Evil. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty good. His scenes are great. Like I love Atticus. I think he's fantastic. He's played by a Chris Levins, who has been in a lot of things, but hasn't been in anything since. So this show only had two seasons. The third season was canceled and they decided ultimately to make an animated movie called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, The End of the End. But other than that, he hasn't done anything since 2012. So not sure exactly what's going on. Yeah. Oh, who knows, man. There wasn't a singular actor who I thought was out of place or miscast. I mean, sure, you can write a you can write a part specifically for Jason Muse, but sure. Not much of an actor, Jason Mewes, like, and I'm not insulting him. He just doesn't, as far as I'm aware, he just doesn't do a whole lot. I know he had some troubles, but I mean, that being said, I'm looking at his IMDb and he's got 107 credits, but I just never see him in anything. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how many times have you seen Jason Mewes in a movie? Uh, that wasn't a, a Kevin Smith joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just uh, like, I mean, I, I'm just looking at his IMDb right now. Rock jocks, guard number 2. Why not? <laughs> money money shot, the pimp. Why not? Seal man, angry Angus. <laughs> Devil's Tower Sid. You know, like I just he doesn't do a lot of like big hollywood productions and i don't i don't know why it's not our job to ask jason Nees why he doesn't do that stuff but well, i mean he doesn't um, need to it's called he's got money you know right 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 i know he's done some stuff behind the scenes sure some producer stuff some director's stuff he just doesn't have a whole lot to do in this show and maybe that's intentional like they're just they're letting oh, him no, cook in the, the, in the in the scenes yeah. that he's in you know like he doesn't have to be front and center but when he's when he's on like uh, what does he say? He's like, man, I haven't seen this much blood since like that guy bled out of his butt this morning. At <laughs> like, lunchtime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. He just, I thought it was interesting. I, Like I said, I, I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, so. No, nice. but I just, I, I mean, I, I like him in the stuff he's in. He doesn't need to be in a whole bunch of stuff. He doesn't need to be this prolific actor to right. be who he is. You know what I mean? He's just, he is who he is. I think that's all of the big actors that we've gotten. Because the three guys outside the car are not credited as far as I can see, but I don't think we got any of their names. So I actually have no idea who they are. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, I'm looking at IMDb and it doesn't, there isn't anything that just says guys that stand next to car. <laughs> they might have so, names eventually. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Do you have an idiot of to the show? Todd. <laughs> It might be Todd. <laughs> it Todd, Todd, Todd may or Todd. may not be the, the blue ribbon winner. I mean, it, it, but by, it's hard to call him the idiot without calling the whole show idiotic because him being the idiot is kind of the point. Yeah. It'd be like us making fun of, I, I don't know, we're poking at the whole premise at that point, you know? I mean, that that doesn't mean he can't be an idiot. Being the main character of something while being a dum dum doesn't mean you're still not an idiot. Like it's just That's true. He does read out of a book <laughs> called The Book of Pure Evil so he can become a better guitar player. <laughs> like, would you sell your soul to become a metal god? Um yes. Well maybe it needs to be uh Anthony in the book of pure evil. So well Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute but like, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely, uh, <laughs> I would definitely sell my soul to become a metal god. Fair enough. So this show reminds me a lot of a movie called Deathgasm. Okay. Death I'm gonna Gasm. send you a link. The name sounds familiar. I'm gonna try to send you. I've already a found link. it. Link. Oh well, check out the uh, check out the little trailer and let. I feel it's similar, but it gives me similar vibes. Deathgasm. Hmm. Yeah, I could see it. It reminded me a lot of that. Except for he knows how to play guitar. And he's less of a burnout. But the whole, (laughs) just the type of comedy, the -the over-the-top violence, that type of thing. I can see that. If you liked one, I I think you'd like the other. Well, I don't think I have anything to add. I would definitely say this is worth the price of subscription if you could subscribe (laughs) to see it. (laughs) Yes, Shudder. Figure it out already. Yeah. Whoever owns the rights to this show... (laughs) <laughs> I have one final bit okay. of trivia. One oh. final bit. Bill Turnbull, who plays Curtis, was in a Home Alone movie. <laughs> Which one? Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> it's a 2012 made-for-TV film. How many Home Alones have there been? At least four do they cross over into sci-fi at any point? Uh, I don't know. They are making another one. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, but like a, a proper remake or? Uh, I, I I just know they're making another one. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It is, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess so. I have one final thing before we go. I have a question. Okay, what do you got? So Todd used the book and Hannah used the book. Does oh, yeah. that mean that Jenny and Curtis may use the book in following episodes? I think at this point, I mean, not right away, but eventually, yeah. I mean, I think Jenny wants to use the book to try to find her dad, right? Yeah. What do you think Curtis would do with the book? And say grow back his arm isn't an option. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, Maybe he would just become a better drummer. But I mean, that's already been done, I guess, technically. Yeah, I don't know. yeah technically. I don't know. It's, um, yeah maybe he makes todd the henchman yeah maybe he's like reverse henches he uno reverse cards that hinching i think what i think if when he, you're a, i think he, if you're a henchman and you take a, and you reverse the hinching i think you just kill your boss and take his job no possibly <laughs> yeah. i think that he hinches so good and so hard for todd that he would use the book to somehow help todd like that's how much of a henchman i think he is mm, okay so less a hench. And more of a right hand man, less of a right hand man, and more of a stooge. Mm. We should we should have an official hench rating. <laughs> oh, we should, that's what we should do. Okay. That should be the next thing for the pod. Well, there's um, hired help. That's like the the worst, not the worst, but that's like your the, most basic henchman, right? You're you're hired to be muscle for whoever you're henching. Yeah, freelance. You're freelance. Yeah, you're freelance hencher. There's no contract. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a temporary contract, right? Like they got to follow through on that job. No, you're right? you're subcontracted. Sure. You cannot claim any benefits. You aren't being hired by the boss. You're being hired by another hinge. So Yeah, of course. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like barely Hinching, right? Just paying the bills. What do you have beyond that? Like full-time hench? No, on-call Hinch. Ooh, on-call hench. So you get yeah. called in. You're still a contractor, but you get called in from the boss whenever something goes down. We well, need extra specialized help? No, just more. We need numbers on scene. We need people now. there. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good of a hench you are, you're reliable enough, they call you in. Okay. So do you think the next step would be like the specialized hench? Like this is the guy who gets this done? No, because I feel like that's more valuable. I, I think yeah, so maybe what's next? Hinch. Just a regular, just a regular old hench. Yeah. But a full time employee. Full-time hench, yeah. Ooh, no, actually. Before full-time hench is part-time hench, where they keep your hours just under oh, the legal limit for benefits. I see. Which includes most retail workers in America. <laughs> in restaurants, yes. I but did. part-time hench, and then under the table full-time, so you still don't get benefits, and then full-time hench. I don't think any hench get benefits, other than just money. No, I mean, I think legally, if you're on the payroll, yeah, but you don't want to get caught by the IRS, you know. But you're a hench. You're not technically being paid. <laughs> well, I guess. I well, I think at a certain point, you're doing it for money. So we have freelancer, part-time hench, full-time hench, or no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Freelancer, part-time hench, stooge, mm. full-time hench, specialist, and then right-hand man. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So is he a hench or is he a stooge? I think so he's a think? stooge. He's a stooge? Okay. Because I think that that's like the middle level, right? Like when you're lower than that, you're just doing whatever. You're getting paid, so you're doing it. And you're getting higher than that. you There's some sort of kind of job loyalty. There's some extra benefits involved. But when you're at that stooge level, you're giving just as much as a right-hand man, as a full-time hench. But you're not getting any of the benefits. Mm-hmm. Thus, stooge. Yes, I see. I'm so glad that we spent the time <laughs> to you do this. You know what? I, I'm gonna take what we have now and I'm gonna uh I'm gonna clean it up and I'm gonna have uh-huh. an official list so we Thank can you. add it to the pod. <laughs> can you just put that in our, our notes? Yes. So that whenever <laughs> we're talking about henchers in the future, we get the more proper term. I feel like wasn't high level hinch an episode title? Didn't we call an episode uh, high level I think hinch? we almost did, but I don't <laughs> think we actually went through with that. I can't remember what that was, but I remember the conversation, yeah. Well, if you have an idea of who or what may or may not be a high level Hinch, or you just have suggestions for our pod, or you just want to hang out. Hit us up, email us at sci guys at gmail.com, head on over to your favorite social media platform of choice, follow, subscribe, like, retweet, whatever. Heart. I don't, I don't I don't know how social media works. No, me neither. <laughs> At sci-fi wise guys on most of them and the sci-fi wise fi, bleh, the the sci fi wise guys podcast group on Facebook if you've um if Mark Zuckerberg hasn't scared you away from using their platform anymore. After you've joined the social media masses. After you've conformed. Yeah, go to your podcasting platform of choice. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your enemies. And if you leave us a five star review well, leave any review on iTunes, but if it's a five-star review, I will read it on the podcast. And so don't make it something that you wouldn't want your mom to hear because uh, she listens to this podcast too. Yes, that's our main demographic, <laughs> your mom. Yeah, people who leave <laughs> bad reviews on podcasts, moms. That's who we that's Yeah, a, there it is. That's main demographic. There it is. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Remember to stay healthy, stay hydrated. And if you get given a book of pure evil maybe don't read anything from it or sell it for more than a buck 49 <laughs> or sell it for more than a buck 49. Fine. Thanks guys. <laughs> say bye, Chris. I did say bye. No, oh, I didn't hear it. You turned away. Well, I said bye probably when you were saying bye. Double bye. Bye, bye, bye.